The following podcast is provided by Athera Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to the Answers for Elders Radio Network, also on your favorite podcast channel. And we are here again talking about Lewy body dementia clinical trials. And certainly, um, I am learning so much about this process. And I hope you uh, listeners that are still with us are doing so also. And we're privileged to have Dr. Daniel Burdick, Burdick from the Evergreen Hospital Medical Center in Kirkland, Washington. And Dr. Burdick, um, thank you for sharing your knowledge with us this hour. And, um, you know, I'm learning a lot about this. This is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. And thanks for giving me the opportunity to share these things. Well, it's important work for sure. And um, so, Dr. Burdick, we've been talking about this amazing clinical trial. And you know, I'm going to, I know we're closing up and we always want to close on a positive note, but I know that there's going to be probably people that have listened to all this and they're going like, you know, this might be too good to be true. I'm not sure all of those things. So I, first I want, I want to just go through and address the misconceptions people have sometimes to clinical trials. Um, would you kind of share some of the things people ask you about those things? Absolutely. Um, one topic that I get asked a lot about, and I mentioned this earlier, but one topic is is the question of the placebo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people have, uh, I don't know if it's a misconception per se, but they have an expectation that the reason to go into a clinical trial is because um, it will benefit them. Mm-hmm. And of course, we hope it will. We hope it will. But we don't know that for sure. Sure. Um, and so when they hear that there's a chance for having a placebo, they say, well, then it's not really worth it. And, and that's the misconception because it definitely is worth it. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the only way we can really know if a treatment is safe and effective is by comparing a group of patients who take it mm-hmm. to the group of patients who don't. And really what we're all wanting is to drive better treatments for the future. Sure. And so even if a person participates in a trial, gets the placebo for that double blind period, they're still contributing to something that's going to make their own future better. So for that six months, you may or may not get something that's beneficial, but it helps for the future after those six months. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Mm-hmm. So, sure. so that's, uh, I really, I can't emphasize enough the importance of that placebo arm. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, one misconception. Um, I think another misconception might be stage of disease. So uh, some people feel like they're, um, that you'd go into a clinical trial only if there's like no other chance, no other hope, right? Ah, um, yes. And, you know, where that might have been the case in oncology trials, um, some, other, some other era, uh, that's definitely not the case with neurology trials. It's really not the case for the SHAPE trial or for other trials in dementia with Lewy bodies or Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really looking for um, patients who, you know, meet the eligibility criteria, um, but have uh, maybe not completely advanced disease or, you know, a moderate stage of disease. There are other trials um, in Parkinson's, for instance, that are looking for very early Parkinson's patients to try to mm-hmm. make a, a difference um, in, in the course of the disease. So um, regardless of your stage of disease, 
you can find a clinical trial to participate in. Right. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Well, and I, I think, think are, the other thing, what, what's that? Go ahead. Oh, those, are, those are the two misconceptions I would, I would call out. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other one um, just basically is, um, you know, I'm beyond help. In other words, feeling this depression side of it, like it's not worth it, or it's not going to make my life any better anyway, or that feeling of, you know, it's just, it's not worth the time kind of thing. And I think that's the thing where a lot of people think, oh, that's nice, but kind of a thing. And I, and, and then the other side that I always hear is, is I don't want to be a guinea pig, quote unquote. Um, what I really want to emphasize is that any drug that you're going to give somebody is safe. Is it not? Well, yeah. So that's actually a couple of really important points there. Um, so number one, um, by the time we're testing a drug in patients with the target disease, like dementia mm-hmm. the bodies, Parkinson's, um, it has already gone through at least, um, of course, animal studies and then a phase one trial, which mm-hmm. is usually conducted in healthy um, individuals. And so uh, those, are the pa- those are the individuals, healthy patients, healthy people who, um, who have volunteered to just try this brand new drug and make sure that it's safe. So by the time we're getting to this SHAPE trial, which is a phase two study, um, it's already gone through the, the initial safety trial. Um, I mentioned, of course, we're, we're monitoring individual safety uh, during the course of the trial very carefully. That's, that's really important. But we, we do have uh, experience with a number of other people who have already used this drug. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think that's important. Um, yeah, I think that's a really important point to make. Thank you. Well, you know, and I think that's the important thing. And so, you know, I, I want everyone to know that you are worth it. And I also want um, to know, like, who's your ideal person? If you were going to sign somebody up for a trial, you know, what, who's the kind of person that fits for this trial? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for the SHAPE trial, we're looking for people who are between the ages of 40 and 85. So it's pretty, pretty broad range for yeah. ages. Um, ideally, well, by, by definition, diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's disease, dementia, or dementia with Lewy bodies. Um, and to be honest, uh, we're willing to do an assessment to see if there's uh, dementia. So if you've noticed, uh, say you've been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and, and have noticed some of these cognitive symptoms we were talking about earlier, trouble mm-hmm. remembering, trouble understanding, trouble um, with uh, planning or, or uh, executing sequential steps, um, we can have you come in and do an assessment and see if it's something that would be, uh, that'd be, uh, interesting for you and, and you'd yeah. be eligible for it. At the very least, m- maybe not come in, I guess, right away, but, but our research coordinators could talk to you on the phone and, and get a little bit more history and go through the other, the other eligibility criteria yeah. and yeah. make sure that it's, uh, that you yeah. qualify. So, yeah. And uh, as far as, is there a cost to participate in the study? Oh, no, thanks for that question. Uh, absolutely not. There's, there's no, no cost for any of the visits. Um, everything within the clinical trial itself is paid for. In fact, there's a small stipend for each visit. Um, so you're getting a small- Yeah, so they uh, actually get their gas paid for or their parking costs yeah, or anything yeah. like that. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah that's, it's free parking here too. I'll throw that out. But yeah. yes, <laughs> covering the gas costs or something like that, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, and you, obviously you say it, people come from, you know, they drive a little ways away. It probably is a good idea to live pretty much in the, you know, greater Puget Sound area, correct? Just to make sure that you've, that you've got where your, your net is basically. Well, yeah, certainly for our study site. I mean, we have patients coming from um, far north as, uh, actually as far north as Blaine, um, a couple from Bellingham, um, some from uh, the other side of the Cascades. Um, so, but certainly within maybe a two to three hour drive. Okay. Um, it's most common. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, but I will say too, I should point out, as you mentioned earlier, the SHAPE trial does have sites elsewhere in the country. And so right. if you're interested in listening to this somewhere else, mm -hmm. by all means, uh, go to the, the shapetrial.com website and, and find a site that you could use to participate. Absolutely. And that's, you know, and for those of you that are listening to us on podcasts or on YouTube, um, certainly check the website and see if it is in your area. And, and you know, I just want to talk uh, briefly just to close out is talking about quality of care. I think one of the things that we touched on it earlier, but I really want to bring it home to the fact of participating in a clinical trial, in my estimation, is probably the best quality of care anybody can have because of the extra attention. Um, you're much more involved in, you know, all that you're monitored more closely. Um, you're certainly equipped to recognize progression of an illness that they may not you know, that may not be noticed by an average individual and um, things like that. Obviously, we want to make sure that every single thing that the people that are involved in the clinical trials um, have the highest standard of care and certainly working with Evergreen Hospital is the case. Now, in the last question that I want to ask is what if somebody has a different primary care doctor, let's say, and, you know, that's outside of Evergreen Hospital, what, how does that affect that relationship? Do you have interaction with their primary care physician or that person that they're working with? How does that work? Well, sure. And actually we have a, many patients who are not within the Evergreen Health System. So we right. welcome patients from, you know, throughout. Um, and yes, we will communicate with primary care doctors. Uh, we, we do ask for medical records from them, mm -hmm. in fact. Um, as part of the screening process, um, and um, and actually, when there are uh, any medical concerns that come up through our safety evaluations, we communicate very closely with the mm -hmm. primary care doctor's office mm -hmm. to um, arrange for follow-up uh, if some abnormal lab comes up, for instance. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to your point, I think the uh, the attention that's paid during a clinical trial is is um, is intense. Like we're really communicating closely with these patients um, and, and really, frankly, building a bond. I think everybody who participates in a clinical trial feels much more of a connection yeah. um, to the people. Hey, if I, I saw my doctor care, every, you know, couple months, every six weeks, I, you know, that'd be, that'd be pretty amazing. They know a lot more about me yeah. than they do every, like my once a year visit, right? <laughs> Absolutely true. That is yep. correct. So, so doctor, how do we reach you and how do we get involved in the trial? Why don't you give us the website yeah. again? Website again. So it's www.shapetrial.com. And uh, for the Evergreen Health website, it's evergreenhealth.com slash research, or you can call 
899-5385. I am so honored that you were with us this hour, Dr. Burdick. It's been a just a pleasure and an honor to, to visit with you. And I hope that those of you that are listening out there, um, pay attention to your loved one if they have Parkinson's disease or anything um, associated with that. If you have questions, please pick up the phone and call. And certainly I want to thank extra special thanks to Athera Pharma, um, who brings us these amazing conversations from the top doctors across the country and the world. And we are just really honored that you spent the time in your busy schedule, sir, to be with us today. So thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Susan. And to each and every one of you, please know that you're loved and you have a family that loves you. So I hope each and every one of you out there remembers one thing as I sign off. Be good to each other. Take care till next week. The preceding podcast was provided by Athera Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. For more information about the Alzheimer's Clinical Trial, go to atheraclinicaltrials.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.